It is day seven of isolation, and I'm coming down with a cold. That cannot be good. My girlfriend's already trying to convince me that I've got the, the Wuhan virus. I keep telling her I don't. Then she describes my symptoms, and I keep saying those are symptoms of a cold. And then she made a clever little joke, which I didn't think she was that clever, where, you know, apparently denial is one of the symptoms. Okay, well... It is what it is. So I told you I'd be online. Uh, this is Tuesday night for me. Uh, you're probably not going to see this until Wednesday morning, uh, but I'll publish it tonight. So there are a couple of stories concerning the Wuhan virus. Uh, considering these were the only stories I was able to come up with show, and after, I don't know, 24 straight hours of that's all they cover is this virus. Um. I'm not going to obviously spend a lot of time on this. There are about four, four or five stories. They're pretty fun. Uh, uh, but the story, this is not going to be about that. We're going to actually talk about surviving self-containment. This is Gene, and you're listening to Dumbasses Talking Politics. Well, good news. So you might hear me coughing every once in a while, sneezing, my nose is running, my head is killing me, and my throat itches. But... Hey, that's the way it works. So we're going to keep moving forward with this. So here's here's some news. Uh, the Democrats actually, uh, uh, Mitch McConnell and um, um, what's that other moron? Chuck Schumer actually came up with a deal. But uh, Nancy Pelosi, uh, a deal for a recovery bill. This bill was going to be about $2.4 trillion. But Nancy Pelosi decided to show up, and of course she had to put her two fin uh, cents in. She rejected the deal. We can see who's running Congress right now. Chuck Schumer may be a senator, but he's not as big as Pelosi. Um, it was filled with pork. And that pork, it raised it to six trillion dollars. And that porks included implementing Green New Deal regulations on any company that would be getting bailout money, specifically the airlines. The airlines had to guarantee they weren't going to put out a certain amount of carbon if they were going to get bail bailout money. Funding of the John A. Kennedy Center for the Performing Arts? Why are we giving hundreds of thousands of dollars to someplace that none of us can go to? Because we're not really allowed to? Funding of Planned Parenthood and government-paid abortion. There you go. And finally, she wanted to make paid leave permanent. Which, of course, is going to sit there and destroy small business. And, honestly, the government just can't flat out afford it. It's just way too much money. And these were just a few. If you watch Fox News, you probably saw them all. But... Um, I didn't pay that much attention. I knew this was going to be crap because Democrats, they never saw a disaster they weren't going to profit off of. Uh, needless to say, Senate Republicans blocked the stupid bill that Pelosi came up with and sent it back. Uh, apparently, um, even Trump said that he was really excited about getting this, this uh, stimulus package signed in so that basically we can stall the economy while this coronavirus is dying out and they couldn't do it. Pelosi wouldn't do it. And if you look at the Democrats, especially the left wingers like, uh, like AOC and Ilhan Omar, Rashida Tlaib, I mean, they're all going crazy. I mean, they want someone like Bernie Sanders. He wants to nationalize this stuff. 
yeah, no, not going to happen. So it, apparently what's going to happen is the Senate's going to vote tonight on something. They're going to vote on, on the bill that they think should be pushed through. It's going to be a midnight vote. It's going to be one of those sneaky things the Democrats usually do. And there's a very good chance that something will be signed tomorrow. But we'll see what's going to happen because this fight just continues on and people are suffering. Democrats are really screwing themselves on this whole thing. President Trump has already said he'd sign a trillions of dollar bill to make sure that this economy could stick on. And, but the Democrats just don't want to cooperate. Other good news is President Trump believes that we might be able to get back to work at Easter. Now, again, a lot of the doctors are looking at him kind of cross-eyed. But the reality is that's kind of a risky thing. And that doesn't mean the economy is going to come out. Let's just say Easter, everyone decides to go back to work. That doesn't mean everyone's going to go back to work. And that doesn't mean the economy is suddenly going to, we're going to go from 20,000 to 29,000. That, that's not going to happen. It, the economy is going to have to take its time. But the sooner the economy can actually start moving, the sooner we can get back to normal. And we will get back to normal. I truly believe this was one of the things that just didn't work out for Biden. I think he probably would have wished this would have lasted a little longer. And it's not going to. We'll get to that later. Um, the more important thing, whether it's true or not, it's an attempt by Trump to finally place a timeline saying, hey, this is where we're going to go. This is where our goal is. By Easter, I don't know when Easter is. I think it's in three weeks, two weeks, three weeks. But Easter is one of those holidays that kind of jumps around. But that it gives at least people some hope that, oh my God, there is a light at the end of the tunnel. We never heard this before until today. And even the doctor said, well, I mean, we can look at it in two weeks. I don't know if it's going to be two weeks. Maybe it's going to be three weeks. But here's the thing. Remember I told you about herd immunization? I think I said I mentioned that. President Trump is beginning to believe that, you know something, we can't keep stop the economy for six months. And the reality is there could be a second wave of infection. So let's just say we go into May, June the uh, coronavirus, the Wuhan virus will probably, like all of the flu viruses, it'll probably go into hibernation. But the second fall comes, it'll come back up. And I think one of the things Trump is thinking is that maybe we should just kick the economy off and maybe keep the people who are older, keep the people who are more susceptible to disease. Maybe we do need to keep them quarantined, but everyone else get back to work. And then Every, one, every once in a while, hopefully I've got it right now. I don't know. But people will get the disease. They'll become self-immunized from the disease. It doesn't kill most people. It, it does target a specific group, but maybe we can get through this faster. And maybe with that herd immunization, it will at least stall everything until um, we actually do come up with a serum to cure this thing, an inoculation to actually cure this thing. I don't think it's a bad idea, and I do think that this is actually something we're going to have to do. I cannot see myself stuck up in this place for another month. I, I really can't. I, I can barely see myself going through next week. So we'll have to see, and Americans aren't going to tolerate it anyway. Americans want to live. 
that's we're free. And the government telling us, oh, we can't be free right now because of this and that. No, I think that's going to be a problem. Well, with the with the hope, hopes of a stimulus package coming out and the hope that President Trump brought to uh, brought us the light at the end of the tunnel, which Trump brought us and that light may not be right. It may be wrong. Who knows? It doesn't mean he's not taking it seriously. But with that hope, the stock market flew up on Tuesday 2,100 points, tying, basically breaking the record that the stock market broke about a week ago. So people are, maybe people are getting excited about it. But that's not the best of news for President Trump. The best news is that he's got, he has tied the highest approval rating he's had throughout his presidency. He's at 49% approval rating. And he has a 60% approval rating for how he is handling the Wuhan virus. And that includes independence. People like what he's doing. And I don't know why they don't. He's taking it seriously. He's spending two hours a day in front of the news crews who absolutely hate him. Discussing the virus and what are the next steps. So that's that's good for Donald Trump. He's doing really well, and I think he's on his way because I don't see the economy. The economy may get worse. It's going to be stagnant probably till August, July, August. But it's going to grow out of it. We are going to get out of it. And this is really, 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 really bad news for Sleepy Creepy Joe, who's been hiding his way since the virus started. And again, I don't blame uh, Sleepy Creepy Joe for hiding. Because one, he's in the mortality group. And two, every time he opens his mouth, he makes an absolute ass out of himself. Like day before yesterday, when he decided to hold a press conference. And uh, pretty much the same thing that you can expect from Sleepy Creepy Joe came back out again. Let's listen to this. Beef up the number of responders dealing with the crush, these crush of cases. And, uh, and in addition to that... Uh, in addition to that, we have to uh, make sure that we uh, we are in a position that we are. Well, let me let me go to the second thing. I've spoken of it. The president must use the Defense Production Act. Same thing. He can be quiet for as long as he wants to be quiet. And the reality is he's going to fall into the same trap. He hasn't spoken. He has spoken twice. I think he's speaking again tonight, but he's spoken twice in the last few days. And both times he sounded like an incompetent um, old man who's probably going senile. So he, he's really, he's not only is President Trump, every time he walks out to, walks out and talks in front of reporters, he is looking presidential. He is looking competent and people are beginning to ha are having faith in him. Biden has been hiding. Now he's got to come out because he's been hidden too long. It's been hidden two weeks. And he still sounds terrible. Now, this wasn't his fault per se. The teleprompter didn't work. But he still looks really old. He looks really senile. The problem for Biden is that he has been hiding. Either for fear of the virus or because his advisors don't want him talking to anybody which is one of the things the advisors wanted to do. They probably just use this Wuhan virus as an excuse. Well, I bet it's the latter. I bet it is his advisors. This is an excuse. We don't have to go out.
and it's not working. It's looking bad. And President Trump is in the forefront. People aren't even going to know who Biden is in July, August. And nothing he is saying is any different than what the president is actually doing right now. So he's got to come out. Well, here is the um, Darwin Award winners of the week. Uh, I pulled this from um, the Daily Wire. President Trump has been saying that there is there is some um, hope with a malaria uh, anti-malarial drug called uh, chloroquine. Okay, well, an Arizona couple was sent to the hospital after they ingested uh, chloroquine phosphate, a chemical compound used to clean fish aquariums because they suspected it could help prevent coronavirus infections. In an interview that day, the, the, the man who is, and now this is my words, not, not Daily Wires, the man uh, was 68 years old. The woman, I believe she was 62 or something. The man died. The woman is in critical care. So she's not in great shape. Okay, now I'm going to go back to what the Daily Wire said. In an interview that later that day, the woman told NBC News journalist Vaughn Hilliard that they each took a teaspoon of the chemical, mixed it with soda, after finding it in their cabinet and coming to believe it was, quote, the stuff they're talking about on TV, end quote. Quote, it feels like, like my heart, it's broken and I'll never, it'll never mend, the woman who blamed President Trump for their believing that chloroquine phosphate was safe to consume. Of course, mind you, the, the thing that says not for human consumption on the box of aquarium cleaning uh, solution, yeah, that had nothing to do with it. Quote, I don't take anything. Be so careful and call your doctor. This is heartache that I will never get over, said the woman. What an idiot. The, I, I hope to God these two did not breed if they were stupid enough to grab a cleaning agent, drink a cleaning agent, and then be absolutely surprised that this is something that would cause a bad result. It's absolutely amazing to me. Uh, but I shouldn't be too surprised. You know why I shouldn't be too surprised? Because the wash, I believe it was the Washington Post or the New York Times had to actually put out a story saying that coke, that snorting cocaine and drinking bleach is not going to cure the coronavirus or prevent the coronavirus. Okay. So, you know, hey, the world, and of course, we're going to blame Trump because Trump told them to go out and suck down uh, this this chemical with soda water. Oh, outstanding. I'm, I'm supposing they're going to make this a uh, coronavirus fatality. Okay, so I did blow 15 minutes on the news, and the reality is that's not really what I wanted to talk about. I wanted to talk about how to survive confinement, or at least how I'm surviving confinement. Now, last week, um, I ended up being stuck in confinement on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. I, I will not lie to you. I could not focus. I hope my boss isn't listening to this. I doubt he is. But it was it was brutal. I could not come up with um, any way to, to get focused. Um, 
And now considering that I have a cold, not the flu, unlike what my girlfriend is thinking, I'm probably going to get stuck here at least another two weeks until I get over this whole damn thing. There are two things I had learned to get through working from home and keeping my sanity while being locked away. I need to develop I needed to develop two things. I needed to develop routines and I needed to find things to amuse myself as the days come to a close. In other words, I needed to find something that would I needed to find routines. And what I mean by routines is you do the same thing. And then when you decide to sit down to start working, you're focused. And there are things maybe you don't want to do. So let's talk about my routines that I, I, I perform. And these routines work. I am getting a lot of work done. As a matter of fact, I think I'm busier now than I was before at work. So maybe I'm focusing better. I still think I'm better at work than I am at home, especially since I'm looking at a 14-inch screen versus a pair of 24-inch screens. But it is what it is. So let's see. So here's my routine. So I get up at 5.30 in the morning. I make my bed, I clean my dishes, and I clean my counters. I get dressed, and I brush my teeth. Yes, I get dressed. Yes, I'm. no one's going to see me. We use Zoom meetings, so we are constantly talking, but I do not turn on my camera, and so they don't see me. I could be wearing underwear. They would never know the difference. Well, I don't. I actually put on clothes. Now, that's another routine I'm going to have to get used to. I'm going to have to go wash clothes eventually. I haven't gone and done that. And that's not because I'm afraid of catching coronavirus. I'm just lazy. And since I'm wearing the same thing every day, what difference does it make? It doesn't smell terrible, I don't think. So that's fine. I log into my computer and I clock in. Uh, I Don't forget, I, I say good morning to Josie via text. And she actually adds to my routine that she gives me a call and we, we talk a little bit before she starts work or goes to school, which she's not going to school now. She, she starts work. I, we talk. I do my security checks. I'm the security uh, administrator. So I go out and I do all my security checks. I make sure those alerts. That actually kills a good 30 to 45 minutes. And then I read my emails and I check my calendar. At this point, I get up. I make a cup of coffee. Now, by this time, after I get through all of that stuff done, I'm able to, um, um, I'm able, I'm, I'm ready for the meeting at 9.15. We have a huddle every morning at 9.15 because everyone is remote except a couple of people. So we just basically say, this is what our day is. Now, the huddle is only supposed to be 15 minutes, but it usually ends up between, oh, 20 and 30 minutes. So it does take a while. Once that meeting's done, I get up, make myself a second cup of coffee, and go take a quick shower, because I'm supposed to take a break anyway. My showers are literally 10 minutes. And then I go to lunch. In the afternoon, which gets tougher, which gets tougher. In the afternoon, I go in, I have tons of projects, I go in and start working on a project. That could mean I have change controls I need to write, I have uh, uh, policies I might need to write. I have a lot of things I may need to do. I try and get through at least one project task per day. And typically I can get through two. Now, if I have a meeting in the afternoon, which I usually do, 
I'm able to present that in the meeting in the afternoon. After I'm finished, I clock out. We're good to go. I may clock out a little early. I haven't in the last few days because it's been kind of busy. But I end up clocking out. That's my routine. And I do it every day. And I find I get my work done and have little trouble focusing. It And it took me about a week to figure it out and a week to implement this. Now, what I've done differently is I've decided to take a routine and I decided to take something that I like to do and make it into a routine. What does that mean? I like to exercise. I don't exercise enough. So what I figured I'll do is I will every hour... I set my, I've got a Google Home here. I set it for every hour. I set a timer for every hour. And I'll sit back. I will do however many push-ups and however many squats every hour. So by the time I get through the day, I've done eight hours time. I've done eight times whatever, eight or nine times whatever number I picked. Right now, I'm just trying to get into shape. So I'm at five squats and five push-ups but five times nine is 45 so I'm doing quite a bit I'm actually doing quite a bit and it's just the beginning I am pretty sure I was sore on Tuesday I'm probably going to be more sore on Wednesday but after working I need to kind of unwind I need to get away from work because here's the problem the problem with bringing work home is that you're never leaving work. And I figured that out on Thursday of last week, Thursday or Friday of last week. So what I did was I said, okay, you know what? I'm going to start concentrating. You may notice my my blogging and my podcasting has been kind of suffering because of it. And now it's 930. I'm finishing my podcast now, which is good, but I need to keep this up and I need to keep going. So some of the things I do, my favorite things that I do, my podcast and my blogging. When I blog, it's usually show notes for the podcast. I got to make an effort to actually do the podcast, force myself to do the podcast. I would have rather have done this a little bit earlier, but I didn't. Okay, so I'll publish it on Wednesday. And I got a great podcast coming on Friday because I don't think any news is going to change. And I'm not really watching the news. That brings us to number two. I'm going to start watching movies. I'm going to watch Netflix. I'm going to watch Prime Video, Amazon Prime. I'm not going to sit there and waste a lot of time watching. Now I've got YouTube TV on. I do. But YouTube TV is, I'm watching Rocky Four, which is like a terrible Rocky. But it's it's on now. I'm I'm podcasting. I can't have the volume on, so and I need the light in the background. But I'm going to get away from the news because the news is the same thing. There really honestly isn't anything new in the news. So get away from the news. So I started binge watching some some shows. I'll bring it up in a few minutes. A new show that I just finished. Yeah, it's okay. My wood carving. I love wood carving. The problem with wood carving is it does take a lot of time and I have to work on my wood carving in a way that I, I'm actually learning something. So I bought a book a while back and I decided, okay, I'm going to follow my book step by step and start wood carving 
based off that book so that I could actually really learn something. And my last two wood carvings were excellent. My faces are looking beautiful. I make little guys. They're about anywhere from three to four inch people. Uh, I'm still not really good. As a matter of fact, as I'm looking at mine right now, I've got to shave some things out there. But um, the face on this one that I've been working on, and I, I'd actually sat back last week and started working specifically on faces, which means I take a wood blank and I whittle. That's wood carving. I whittle. So I'm actually freehanding everything. And this one looks good. And now I've got another one. I'm going to make a, I'm going to do it again tomorrow. I worked on my faces today. Again, I've got two wood blocks that I'm just going to be working on faces. And it's something I've always loved to do. I've been doing it since my son died. And I like it. So now I want to master it. I want to get really good at it. And so if I have some extra time, it makes a mess. I'm always cleaning the floors, but I live alone. So what difference does it make? And finally, when I don't feel like doing anything, when I don't feel like concentrating, I might sit back, sit in bed, put on television, and just read a chapter in a book. I'm one of those people that can actually read, actually read while he's watching television. I have no problem with that. Just like I can sit here and do a podcast while... Um, the Rocky is playing in the background, even though God, that this this was an absolutely terrible movie. So, what did I? Uh, I started. Uh, uh, my girlfriend Josie decided to. Well, before I bring that up, uh, so that's what I do. I do my routines, and then once I break from work, I grab a knife and I start cutting something, or I sit back and start writing. Tomorrow, I'm not going to be uh, writing a blog entry because I'm actually almost done with it. And I'll be ready on, uh, I will be ready on Friday for one that's going to be a really different compared to what I've done in the past. Uh, but that's how I get through my days. And it seems to work. We'll see how it goes. And hopefully, if this illness gets worse um, and I have the uh, Wuhan virus, I'm going to be like, yay, and I'll be at work in two weeks. Because if, if that's what I have, I'm going to get checked and I am going to, if they say, yes, you have it, I'll hide my butt for two weeks and then I'm going to go back to work because I can't stand being stuck in this place. So, entertainment. Uh, I did binge watch a show called, uh, it was a documentary, a six episode documentary on Netflix. I know Netflix did not publish this until the Wuhan virus struck. It was definitely produced long before the Wuhan virus was out, but it's a, a movie a show called uh, Pandemic, and it's a docuseries. Again, it's only six episodes. It's very dry. Uh, my girlfriend told me she found it very interesting. I do too. It's amazing to find that H1N1, SARS, and MERS were pretty much the same disaster as the Wuhan virus or coronavirus. Uh, you've got to be careful with coronavirus because H1N1, SARS, MERS, they were all coronaviruses. So how about COVID-19, okay? It was very interesting. It was very interesting to see how those disease, those viruses compared to Ebola, 
Um, Ebola is the, basically it's a flesh, it's a, it, an organ eating disease. It's far worse, but it's interesting to see how Ebola does not spread like uh, the COVID viruses. Uh, and they explained why. So for example, we actually have to mix fluid to, to catch Ebola, whereas I can just cough in your face and you've got Corona. So it, it, it was, it's an interesting show. I mean, if you have something better to do, yeah. I, I didn't think it was great. I just thought it was very informative. I did binge watch it today. I got through all six episodes. Yay me. I won't see it again. I didn't think it was that great. Uh, Josie thought it was fantastic because she didn't know any of this stuff. Now I need to figure out what H1N1 is, what H9N7 is, all of that stuff because I had no idea what that is. So... Well, that's about it. So you can follow me on Twitter at RunninFool, R-U-N-N-I-N-F-E-W-L. You can download or listen to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Podcast Addict, and YouTube. Uh, you can visit my website at www.dumbassestalkingpolitics.com, where you will find my show notes and you will find full videos. This is Gene. You've listened to Dumbasses Talking Politics. Be safe out there.